0: Alhamdulillah, لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره نعوذ بالله من شرور IN ومن a أعمالنا نعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا نعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من, من يهده الله فلا out. له ومن Allah فلا هادِيَ And ونشهد أن لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد قال تعالى بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل ان كنتم تحبون الله قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمْ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ Allah says in the Quran, بَبْ أَوْزُبِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ that قُلْ O Prophet, tell them إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهُ if you love God, in kuntum Allah. If you claim that you love Allah, do you all claim that we love Allah? Do you, do you all claim that we love Allah? So, if I ask you a question on during um, khutbah, you can just raise your hand. You don't have to respond with your with your words, but you can just raise your hand if I ever ask you a question, just for the etiquette and adab. So, in kuntum Allah, we all claim that we love Allah. Right? We all claim that we love Allah. Fattabi'uni The Prophet said, Allah is telling them Allah is telling the Prophet to tell them that if you claim that you love Allah if you love Allah, then Fattabi'uni, then follow me Follow me, Muhammad Follow who? Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam If you follow the Prophet, if you follow Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa Allah Then Allah will love you then Allah will love you. When will Allah love us? When will Allah love me and you? When will Allah love all our students here at Guthrie? When will Allah love all our teachers, our faculty, our staff? When will Allah love me and you? Allah will love me and you when we follow our beloved Prophet wasallam. And Allah will not just love us because we, we follow the Prophet, but Allah will forgive us. All those mistakes we make, all the mistakes we make, you know, sometimes we commit sins, sometimes we make mistakes, sometimes we have shortcomings, all the weaknesses we have, Allah will forgive them, if we, and Allah, wallahu غَفُورُ الرحيم, Allah loves to forgive, Allah loves to show mercy. But, but what is the condition, guys? We have to love, to love Allah, we have to follow our beloved Prophet wasallam. And who do we follow? Can we follow someone that we do not really love, We normally cannot, as a human being, from from a perspective of human psychology, we can't really follow someone if we don't love that person. Like, oh my God, I love what what that boy is wearing. Or, I love what he or she is wearing. Or, I love that new style. Or, I love how cool that person is. Or, I love this teacher and he's just so cool. Or, I love my friend and he's just so amazing. I love that basketball player, and he just knows what he's doing. And we normally tend to follow the people we love. We tend to follow the people we love. Can we follow our Prophet Sallallahu if we do not really love him? No. So Allah says in the Quran, بَعَوْضُ لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مِنَ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ Our Prophet... It's not just that we love him. Our Prophet really loved us. Our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he really loved us. He loved me and you. And Allah says in the Quran, that indeed, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنَ أنفسكم. From your own people, from your own selves, from within you, Allah is saying that from humans, and from the people of Makkah, from the Quraysh, Allah has sent a messenger Allah has sent a prophet, and he loves you so much that azizun alayh, your suffering distresses him. Your suffering, it distresses him. Like when you're in trouble, he's in trouble. When you're not feeling well, he doesn't feel well. When you're not happy, he's not happy. He wants each and every one of you to be happy. He wants each and every one of you to be successful. He wants each and every one of you to have all the good. He doesn't want any of you to have trouble. He loves you so much. He cares about you so much. Ma'anitum haris, ma'anitum bil And he is deeply concerned. He is full of kindness. You know? He's deeply concerned. And then, Bilmu'mineen Ra'ufur rahim, And he's full of mercy and kindness for the believers. He has so much mercy and kindness, especially for the believers. He loves us and he cares about us and he made dua for us. So, how do we love the Prophet? How do we feel the love of the Prophet in our heart? How do we feel it? Is there love in my heart? How do I see? Do I even feel anything? As I say, you know, your teachers ask you that we're going to say salawat today, today's Friday, and the Prophet asked us to say more and more salawat on Friday and we say, Allahumma salli Sayyidina, Allah please bless our Prophet, Allah please send all your blessings to our Prophet, Allah please send your peace to, to the Prophet, Allah give all the best to the Prophet. As you're saying this, what do you feel inside your heart? What do we feel? Do we even have His love in our heart? How do you know? How do you know that we have His love in our heart? So if you want to know if you've ever, ever asked yourself, does Allah love me? If you've ever asked, you've asked this question in your heart, "That does Allah love me? Does Allah love me? I'm, I'm an 11th grader at tree. I'm a boy. I'm a girl. I'm, I'm an American. I'm a Muslim. I live here, wherever, it's, wherever you live, Plano. I want to be this person when I grow up. Whatever you are, does Allah love me? How do you know if Allah loves you or not? How do you know if Allah loves you or not? You look inside your heart and you see how much you love Allah. And how much you love the Prophet of Allah. How much you love the Messenger of Allah. If you want to know how much Allah loves me, if I want to know how much Allah loves me, then I have to look inside my heart and I have to see how much I love the Messenger of Allah. One day, the Prophet entered the house. He entered back, entered in his home, and he entered the house of Aisha radiallahu anha, his home. And Aisha radiallahu anha, his wife, said, O Prophet of Allah, O Prophet of Allah, can you make, can you make, can you make dua for me? Can you pray for me? And the Prophet sallallahu alaihi he made a, a, an extensive dua for Aisha radiallahu anha. He said, Allah... Please forgive Aisha's all Aisha's sins. When the Prophet asks a du'a, his du'as, he's the closest to Allah among all the humans. And if he talk, and he talks to Allah, he receives the Quran from Allah. So the Prophet is making a special dua for Aisha radiallahu anha. So Allah forgive all Aisha's all, his, all her sins. Her past sins, her future sins, her major sins. Allah forgive all of her sins. The Prophet asked an extensive dua of forgiveness for Aisha. And Aisha radiallahu anha became so happy. She felt light, she felt good, like all her burden is out, all her, all her burden is washed off because the Prophet has asked forgiveness for all her sins, and Allah, inshallah, Allah has accepted the dua of the Prophet, right? And Aisha radiallahu anha became so happy, she started smiling, and, Aisha and the Prophet said, Oh Aisha, are you happy? Are you really happy that I, I prayed for you and I prayed for forgiveness for all your sins? And Aisha radiallahu anha said, why would I not be happy? The Messenger of Allah prayed for forgiveness for all my sins. And then the Prophet said told Aisha radiallahu anha, Aisha, I make dua like, my, for, like this, just like the dua that I made for you. I, I make dua like this, just like I made for you, for my ummah, for my followers, for me and you that are going to follow him, and going to meet him inshallah one day on the day of judgment he said I made dua for my Ummah just like this five times a day after every salah I make dua for my Ummah he remembered us after every salah after every prayer he made dua for me and you he sent salam to me and you he said those that will come after me they haven't seen me but they believed in me he prayed for me and you can you believe it? And he cared about us, he cried for us, he asked Allah guidance for us, for me and you. He didn't forget that one day we're going to come and he wants even us to be Muslims. You know Ustad Michael gave the khutbah last week about Taif? When the Prophet was pelted with stones for miles and he was bleeding. And it was the worst day of his life, the lowest moment in his life and he finally sat down. And angel Jibreel came after he made dua to Allah and the angel Jibreel came with, this, with, the, with the angel in charge of the mountains and said, O Prophet of Allah, I have an angel that has descended that has never, never descended before. He has never come to the earth before. He's at your command. If you command, he will bring the mountains on two sides of Taif together and he will crush the people of Taif. They will be gone. They will be done the Prophet of Allah. He thought about the future, he thought about me and you, and he wanted me and you to be Muslim. They did not accept Islam. One day, their children will accept Islam. One day, their children, the future generation will accept. They will one day know who Allah is. One day, they will have the guidance. One day, they will understand the Quran. One day, they will will understand how to have success in this world and the hereafter. He cared about them. Even though they treated him so badly, He remembered and cared about him. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? How is that connected to his love for me and you? From the people of Taif, that entire Taif became Muslim later. And from the generations of Taif came a young man. His name was Muhammad bin Qasim. And Muhammad bin Qasim conquered Sindh. Sindh was in South Asia. And he opened the route to South Asia for Muslims. Then the scholars and the Sufis and the and the teachers, they all started traveling down from Persia and Iraq and other places all the way to South Asia, which is now known as India, or Bangladesh, or Pakistan, and they brought Islam to the South Asian subcontinent. And today, our parents and their grandparents and their great-grandparents, that God, that Islam, is because of that day of sacrifice of the Prophet, he said, if they do not accept, one day their future generation will accept Islam and not just their future generation accepted but through their future generation me and you have accepted we have accepted I I owe my Islam to that day sacrifice of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because he loved me he cared about me he wanted me to respond to that message this is how much he loved me and you. How do we feel the love for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? How? How do we feel the love, guys? So I'm going to do a short, short exercise. And sometimes the Prophet Sallallahu during khutbah, he would teach a hands-on exercise to the Sahaba. He would teach them how to do certain things, and he would lead them through it. And I will lead you through an exercise during this khutbah. And for this exercise, I want you to Say Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Just in your heart, I want you to look down, and just for a moment, I want you to think about the Prophet Sallallahu You listen to me, but just think. Your gaze can be down, and you're just looking in your heart, and you're trying to feel and remember and think about our beloved Prophet Sallam for a moment. So you don't look at me. You listen to my voice. You pay attention to my voice, and you look down and you reflect in your heart just for a moment. Let's visualize our meeting with the Prophet Sallallahu just for a moment, visualize our meeting for the Prophet. ﷺ. We learned about the Prophet, we learned he loved us, and we want to go say salam and we want to go visit him in, in Medina. We want to go visit his resting place in the in his beautiful masjid of Medina and the beautiful city of Medina. And we want to go back and see where the Prophet is. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So visualize in your heart, you really feel like my Prophet loved me so much. I love him and I want to go visit Medina. I want to go visit his city. I want to go visit his masjid. I want to go, you know, and say salam to the Prophet. And now, you're looking in your heart, and you're saying, I love him, but I don't know how to go. And you feel this longing in your heart. And then you work every day. And you save up a little bit every day. And you make dua Allah, please, allow me to go see the masjid of the Prophet. I want to visit the Prophet. And then, you keep working hard, and saving money, and making dua. And one day, You've saved enough and you made dua and Allah has finally allowed you to get your ticket back to Medina. You're visualizing in your heart that you are now getting on a plane and you're traveling back to Medina. Just for a moment, just think about, and you're feeling that I want to go visit my Prophet. And you're in the plane and you're saying salawat upon the Prophet, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. And you're saying, Allah... My heart wants to see my Prophet. My heart wants to visit the masjid of the Prophet. My heart wants to go say salam to the Prophet. Please accept me to go say, convey my salam, and see his masjid, pray in his masjid. Come to your house in Makkah, the Kaaba, and visit the masjid of the Prophet. And in your heart, you're saying salawat upon the Prophet. And then all of a sudden your plane enters Hejaz, the Arabian Peninsula where the Prophet used to travel And he bled, and he cried, and he migrated. Oh, the footsteps of the Prophet were here. The movement of the Prophet was here. The bleeding of the Prophet was here. The tears of the Prophet was here. And you feel and you think about the stories of the Prophet in your heart. And then slowly your plane enters the city of Medina. And from the plane, you can see the Green Dome of the Prophet Sallallahu You can see the Green Dome of the Masjid of the Prophet. And your heart is racing like, I want to go see my beloved. I want to go see someone I love. I'm finally here. And you visualize, how was it for the companions? How was it for the Sahaba when they visited the Prophet? When the Sahaba raced back to the Masjid of the Prophet, Prophet was sitting there, smiling at them. How would you feel if you were entering the Masjid of the Prophet and he was sitting there and, and smiling brightly, welcoming, welcoming you in? Just visualize that in, in your heart for a moment. Amr ibn Asr anh, who said that the Prophet used to embrace the worst of us. He used to embrace the worst of us. Forget the best. He used to even, even embrace and hug even the worst of us. And we walk in and what if the Prophet was Giving us a big, beautiful embrace. How would that feel? And you're saying in your heart, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. And you're entering the masjid of the Prophet and making turah and you're making dua and then you're going to visit the resting place and you're saying, Salam. That my Prophet loves me so much that he's supposed to just rest, but instead he's even responding to my salam. The Prophet said, If you say salam to me, I respond back to you when you come to visit me? Wow. Even if he's continuously saying salam back, to you. just visualize that for a moment in your heart. Just for a moment. And just for a moment, see if you're able to feel that love for the Prophet. How would that feel, everyone? On the day of judgment, insha'Allah, when we see our Prophet. How would it feel when we go and finally visit the Prophet by Haudh, the Haudh of Kawthar, and he's ready to give us that drink? He's ready to serve us that drink. How would it feel to visit our Prophet? How would it feel to see our Prophet finally? Be given that drink by the hand of the Prophet. How would it feel? The person who loved us even more than our parents. The person, out of all the humans, he loved us the most. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. May Allah grant us tawfiq to have this deep love of our beloved Prophet and that we follow the beautiful examples of our Prophet sallam. May Allah forgive all our sins. May Allah grant us tawfiq. May Allah grant us that company of the Prophet when we get back to, we go back to our real home in, in, here, in the hereafter, and be in his company. And may Allah and his Prophet be pleased with us, inshallah Amen. Allah bless you. Allah Allah and his angels, they continue to send blessings upon The Beloved of Allah, our our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, our Beloved Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Chosen One, the Final Messenger, the Imam of all the Anbiya, and the Best of all Human Beings. Allah and His Messengers, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Allah and His Angels send Blessings upon our Beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah says, O you who believe, send salawat upon him. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. كَمَا تعالى إِبْرَاهِيمِ وَعَلَىٰ آلِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ إِنَّكَ حَمِيدٌ مَّجِيدٌ Allah send your choices blessings upon your beloved Prophet ﷺ. Your choices Salaam upon the beloved Prophet ﷺ. Grant him the beautiful station of day of judgment. You know the Prophet said? That every Prophet was given a special dua. Out of all the duas, every Prophet was granted one special dua that is like, that trumps all the other duas. And they can ask something very, very special. A reserved dua for every Prophet. Our Prophet said, every Prophet was given that dua and they made that dua in this world and I saved that dua on the day of judgment. When everybody will say, ya nafsi, ya nafsi, everybody will say, oh, what is going to happen to me today on the day of judgment? The Prophet will say, Allah grant peace, Allah grant safety to my followers. He will be standing there and he'll be making that dua on that day he has reserved it for me. And you know the companions? whenever they're at home, they're with their family, they're playing, they're doing business in their market, all of a sudden they'll remember the Prophet and they're like, oh my God, I haven't seen the Prophet for a few minutes. And they'll just jump back up and they'll run to the masjid. And they will just walk in and see the Prophet's face for a minute and then they'll go back. And one companion came to the Prophet, and said, oh Prophet of Allah, we love you so much that for a little bit we don't see you, we miss you. And we rush back to you and we come see you. What is going to happen on the Day of Judgment? What is going to happen in the hereafter? You're going to be all the way up there in the Jannah of the Prophets. Right, very close to Allah. And we're going to have the Jannah of the regular people. How are we going to come and visit you? How are you going to see you? We're really going to miss you. And the Prophet said, you know, the Prophet said something that made the companions very happy. He said, that you will be with those who you love. You are gonna be with those who you love. If you love the Prophet, you'll be able to be with him inshallah. If you love the Prophet, you can be with him, you can visit him, you can see him. Do we love the Prophet? Do we love the Prophet? This is something that we have to ask ourselves. We have to feel that love. We have to be true to our love. It's like the farmer's son. Have you heard the story of the farmer's son? The farmer's son came to the dad and said, Dad, I really love you. And the farmer said, "MashaAllah, very nice. I love you too. And then all of a sudden, a a goat, a sheep, got into the field of the farmer and started eating all the crops. And the dad said, Son, quickly go and get all these animals away. They're eating our crops. And the farmer's son, you know what the farmer's son said? He said, Dad, I really love you. The dad said, I understand, but go and do what I'm telling you to do. He says, no, dad, I really love you. And dad is like, if you really love me, you've got to go out there and prove it to me. Do what I'm telling you to do. So if the farmer's son keeps saying that I love you, but he doesn't go and help his dad, is that love? Love is when you love someone, you follow what they say. If we say, oh, prophet, we love you, but we don't follow what the prophet taught us, Oh, Prophet of Allah, I really love you. But I don't eat like you. I don't sleep like you. I don't talk like you. My character is not like you. Everybody felt this beautiful compassion and healing in the Prophet's company. People don't feel that healing with us because we don't follow the Prophet. So we love the Prophet, but we don't want to follow his words. Is that true love? True love is that you feel it in your heart and it moves you to do things that the Prophet did and be like the Prophet ﷺ. I will end with one story, okay? When I was a teenager, I heard this story and I remembered it. So I just wanna share it with you. It was, a, it was a story about love for the Prophet. Once, this is, this is, this is just a story, okay? It's, it's not about, it's not a hadith or anything like this. It's just a story that's recorded and some of our teachers told us this story. And the story is about, one, once, there was a very pious man, very pious Muslim, and he loved the Prophet a lot. And he said, oh my God, the, the Sahaba, they love the Prophet so much, how did they make anyone harm the Prophet? Why didn't they protect the Prophet from, you know, people, when people are pelting him with, 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 with stones? Or, or people are putting things on his, on his body, why didn't they help him? How didn't, why didn't they protect him? And he said, he, didn't, he was not complaining about the Sahaba, but his love was so much for the Prophet, he said... I am going to, if I was there, I would, I would really protect the Prophet. I would be protecting the Prophet from all sides. I'm gonna t- I would have taken care of the Prophet from all sides. And guess what happened? That night he went to sleep and he had a dream. And this is just a story to show. It's, it's just a fun story to show that how the Prophet Sallallahu how much the sahaba loved him. He had a he had a dream and he.